Hey. <laughs> we back. Hey. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Better than ever. We should be singing Ladies Night. I yeah, know. We should be. Ladies. Just us today. Hey, y'all. Hey, hey. <laughs> Welcome to the Keith Battle Podcast. I'm your host, Asha Battle. And I have with me the lovely LaShawn Martin. Hey, hey. And the phenomenal Salika Wood. Hey, y'all. How y'all doing? Good. Excellent. Sorry, the music went out abruptly. (laughs) So, today, um, we're talking about fathers. Mm -hmm. I just want to say that I admire how you both um, are great mothers, and you balance it with your professional life. Like, it's just... Mm -hmm. Thank you. So easy. That. You too, though. Well, you, thank you. Yeah, you got a lot going on too. Yes. But we're not talking about motherhood today. We should do that in another podcast. Yeah. We should. That's a good idea. We're talking about our fathers and um, our relationships with them and how important it is to have father figures in our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, so does anybody want to talk briefly about their relationship with their dad? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can go first. I, I, I'll go. Sure. Yeah, I have a great relationship with my father. I'm his only daughter, um, and then I have two brothers. Um, one is younger and one is older. And my father has just been like he set the bar for how you should um, care for your children, just protect your children. I just remember whenever I think about my father now, I just it's like I instantly go back to like when I was a little girl and he was just very protective. Like I knew that if anybody ever did anything, go to him, he was going to handle it. Like mm-hmm. he used to tell me like, don't you worry about it. If, if, if anything is wrong, you let me know. I don't care if they tell you they're going to kill me. They're going to kill you. He was like, you let me know. So whenever I think about him, I think about like protection mm. and integrity. Like he, he has integrity like no other. Nice. So and that's something I inherited. That's good. So my relationship with my dad, my dad has, um, he's now deceased. He passed away four years ago in June, Mm. right before my birthday. Um, My relationship with my dad was amazing. My dad was one of my best friends. He and my mom divorced, oh, when I was about 10. Um, But I always told him like, for a father who doesn't live in the home, Mm -hmm. you like are the perfect example of what that, Mm -hmm. that should Mm -hmm. look like. Because I never felt like he wasn't there. I never felt like I couldn't reach out to him. I never Mm -hmm. felt like I couldn't, you know, call him and cry Mm -hmm. or complain or he was always, always, always there for me. Mm -hmm. Um, So it was a a great relationship with my dad. Wonderful relationship. I know exactly how you feel because my parents um, divorced. I don't I have no recollection of them ever even being together. That's how young I was. But my father took me and my older brother and we moved in with his parents and even it like I guess you know so he could reestablish himself and do whatever but even when he got like settled and he moved um he moved like around the corner okay. and we stayed with my grandparents but I felt like like he was always, always there, there. Mm. at, at yeah. school he would come over every day like it was just like he just didn't sleep there right but right. he was there yeah, yeah. so, so your so your mom and your dad had a really good relationship where they could um no <laughs> <laughs> he had a great relationship with us. Oh, okay. right, right. I think it was now they're really good friends, but we're old. I mean, I'm 37. I'm about right. to be 37 next week. Um, I'm older now. We're older now. So, but I think then it was just still a lot of hurt and pain. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. Same. Same for us. <laughs> yeah. But he was a great dad. Yeah. My relationship with my dad is interesting because the, essentially that's my boss. Right. So I'm still learning that dynamic of, um, 
a father versus my boss like yeah, and sometimes true. i'll bring in personal stuff into the workplace i'm just like mm-hmm. okay i need to learn how to separate that but i love my relationship with my dad because i just feel like i can talk to him about anything mm-hmm. and he's yeah. so um accepting and genuine and he listens mm-hmm. it's not like he's always like nagging like oh this is what you need to do no mm-hmm. yeah. he lets me make my own mistakes mm-hmm. and then is he will come back and give me some wisdom Mm -hmm. after i've done it already do you feel like it's evolved like since you were like is your relationship like how it was when you were younger compared to like your relationship now as an adult yes i feel like it's definitely evolved i feel like i can talk to him Mm -hmm. about more things now that i've seen more i've um, experienced more Mm -hmm. and um you know, before it was very surface, almost like I loved I loved my dad. I've always loved my dad, mm-hmm. but I didn't talk to him about some of the deep, deeper things. Sure. So it's definitely evolved in that sense. Yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. So you talked somewhat about your earliest memories with mm-hmm. your dad. Do you have mm-hmm. any like fond memories of like that still stick with you from when you were really younger? Yeah. I definitely do. Me too. Um, my dad, my, bo- both of my parents, they were really big on experiences for us. I guess it's kind of similar to how I am with my kids. Mm-hmm. So they would take us to lots of different places and let us experience and explore a lot of different things. So I don't necessarily have specific memories, but lots of pictures mm. of us at amusement parks and, you know, exploring different areas. We lived in California, exploring mm. different areas in California, mm-hmm. and they would take us to like different adventures. We lived in Germany twice. So oh, there was wow. like a lot of, you know, ex- exploration for us. And it mm-hmm. would we, there would be a lot of pictures of us just walking around my sister and I with my dad holding our hands and my mom, you know, obviously she'd be the one to take, taking the pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, they were big on on just family events and just exploring as much allowing us to explore as much as we could as little ones those are great memories some of my greatest memories with my dad is um he he would take us to the movies every sunday me and my brother yeah and like we lived in the city so you didn't like need a car like i don't even remember my father driving until i was probably like a teenager but we like we get on the bus and um, go down union station and we would go to the movies every sunday and it was something like back then you had to get the paper find out what movie it was but we look forward to that Mm -hmm. and i can remember times um especially on sundays back then we would be the only ones in the movie theater okay and something funny about him though every Sunday he would have us it was like a church down the street we had to walk to church me and my brother but he would stay home but he made sure we went to church <laughs> and we do he, as I say not yes. as I do and, but he sent us faithfully That's down so the funny. street and he would stay home would and watch I'm y'all like, down the street like yeah sure y'all went but I never like remember questioning like why isn't he going but you know he was a believer but he just he stayed home but he made sure we got up and went Wow! Wow! When um when I was younger, we like we were broke, so Mm -hmm. we didn't go nowhere. Like he he would always tell me like how they didn't have a lot of money, but I remember that we would always have so much fun, and he would play Tickle Monster with us. Like that was my favorite game, and like just jumping from flights of stairs, and he would always catch us. Mm -hmm. We still have fun in the house Mm -hmm. though, Mm -hmm. so. Those are some of our fond memories. Those Um, are the best memories. They are. They are. When you can look back on those times. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Did your dads have nicknames for you guys? 
Um, mine was Shauna Rue. Oh, <laughs> it's so corny, but Shauna Rue. My sister's name is Deidre. So my uncle actually started this nickname, and it carried throughout my entire family. So it was Shauna Rue and Dee Dee too. So <laughs> That's cute. Corny, but yeah, Shauna Rue. That's cute. <laughs> Mine's, my whole family calls me Peaches. So that's, yeah, he calls me that. Everybody calls me that. I didn't know that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Peaches. Yeah. Um, my dad used to call me Cutie Pie. Cutie Pie. <laughs> and then I guess when I was in high school, I wasn't cute no more. I was <laughs> I wasn't acting cute no more, so he. You didn't even ask him why you why you call me cutie pie no more. I, said, I need to ask him that. <laughs> um, what is it that made made or makes your dad special to you? Ooh, I'm gonna try and say that without crying because yes. you know obviously my dad's yeah. not here anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad was an amazing listener. Mm-hmm. Like I could literally tell my dad anything. Now, I don't know if I mentioned, but my dad was a pastor, right? Mm-hmm. My dad was a pastor the majority of my life. Um, but I was always afraid of um, like disappointing him and embarrassing him in any way. And I think that's kind of what Kate kept me on the straight and narrow from doing a lot of crazy things that maybe like my sister or other people were doing because I never wanted to disappoint my dad. Mm-hmm. I still feel that way like mm-hmm. today. Yes. Um, but by the same token, um, he was just a great, like I could tell him anything. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom, on the other hand, she would go crazy if I would say mm-hmm. certain things to her, like, what? What do you think? <laughs> but my dad, he'd be like, oh, really? Okay, mm-hmm. so what do you think about that? Do you mm-hmm. think that was a good choice? Or tell me why you made that decision. So he, would al- he was always trying to dig deeper um, in the experiences that we shared with him. And he was always coming from a place of love. Yes. Like always a place of love. There was never any judgment. There was never any ridicule. It was always from a place of love. Always. That's good. Yeah. Um, my dad is, I, there's some things like I admire about him that, you know, that sticks out, stick out to me. And that would be, um, he's very much of a leader like mm-hmm. I am too like he he isn't easily swayed I, I love the fact that like he will all he's so smart and just so like insightful like so he's not going to sit there and listen for too long he's going to tell you what you need to do <laughs> right, right, right. I always say he reminds me of like um of James Evans from Good Times like that personality uh-huh. in in uh George Jefferson like so matter of fact Lee, mm-hmm. you know but he he does he, he always showed us love and i just i just admire him for always just like being there because he mm-hmm. had an option yeah. to not i mean so he just like stepped up to the plate and he's hilarious like you hear us on the <laughs> phone like we are laughing the whole time and demont with my husband will be in the background and he'll be like oh my dad is so funny <laughs> Such a hater. Yeah, right. I was like, you are not the only funny one. Right. You are the only one who makes me laugh. Right. That is funny. Yes. He is so funny and so sarcastic and we just get each other. So nice. I appreciate that about him. I think um what I appreciate most about my dad is the fact that he's very charismatic mm. and he genuinely cares about people. Like yeah. the other day I came in the house and I see like a cooler on the corner. And it says Gatorades and water for the garbage men. Mm-hmm. And that was just, oh, I thought that was so, I was yeah. like, oh, that's so cute. That and like, sweet. y'all should saw those garbage men when they came to like pick up our trash and stuff. Because it was they hot as ma- I don't know what. Yeah, yes. It was hot. It was hot. <laughs> they mauled that cooler and took wow. all that stuff out of there. But like, I feel like he genuinely cares about people and, you know, wants to see people succeed and wants to see them happy. So mm-hmm. yeah. I feel like that's like a very special characteristic. Yeah. Um, you don't find that a lot too that's so, true yeah. very true um 
Do you guys find yourself comparing the men or the man in your life to your dad? <laughs> and was he always the standard? Mm. Yeah, I don't find my I don't find myself uh, comparing um comparing them him and my husband and uh, my dad are similar in the ways that they're both stand-up guys they're both men of integrity those type of things i guess i'll shoot but i look for that in everybody mm-hmm. man woman <laughs> boyfriend yeah. i don't care who sure. you are yeah. those are things i hope hope for for people i have relationships with but um i don't ever remember like comparing comparing guys to my dad okay i think i did in the beginning and mm-hmm. then I stopped for a while. But then when marriage, you know, conversation started, I was like, I can't have anybody else unless mm-hmm. they're like my dad. <laughs> right. It was just because he's he's such an he's such a great guy. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so many different facets of who he is, I thought were just remarkable. And mm-hmm. I would love to see, you know, a mate be similar to that. Mm-hmm. I absolutely married my father. Mm-hmm. I absolutely married my father. Mm-hmm. Wow. My husband is so even kill. He's so wise. He's so tough tolerant he's so easy going that was my dad all day and mm-hmm. my dad and my husband got along really well because they were the same person yeah nice. same person i need somebody good. like that though because i'm the opposite you know and i'm like <laughs> as you're talking it made me think about because i automatically with this question i thought about like a relationship like a marriage relationship mm-hmm. and maybe that's why i didn't compare people but i can say like as a dad i would compare my husband to my father in that relationship mm-hmm. because yeah. my father was so hands-on and such a part of our yes. lives like I don't think that I could be with somebody who didn't take care of their children right yeah. didn't stand up for their children you know just didn't always have their best interest didn't pray for their children have their best interest in um, mind so yeah I would say in that way right. I couldn't I couldn't imagine um being with somebody who just wasn't a great dad mm-hmm. yeah. I think I do it subconsciously I think I um compare guys to my dad like <laughs> you know what my dad would not do that but mm, okay right. I got my eye on you <laughs> so um because of your dad what expectations do you have in other men whether they're realistic or not hmm. honesty my my father is like brutally honest and he is i mean i've said this a couple of times in this conversation just like a man of integrity like mm-hmm. he mean he says what he means and means what he says mm-hmm. and he he won't back down from it you know and yeah. um i just i expect that from people like it's so important to me that people know that they can trust me but i think it's because of yeah. that's something he instilled in me like tr- i need i need to be able to trust you and i want you to be able to trust me right mm-hmm. and so i look for that in other people period that yeah. makes sense. It's really important to me um, that my husband is hands on the mm-hmm. way my dad was with us. Mm-hmm. Like <clears throat> even prior to my dad passing away, we would still go out on daddy daughter dates. Mm-hmm. Like that was still important to him. He would still send me like flowers on my birthday, have them delivered to my house, mm-hmm. you know, flowers on Mother's Day, you know, those types of things. Um, so just being very present mm-hmm. was very important to me and a mate. And, you know, after I had kids, I'm like, listen, this is mm-hmm. what my daddy does. So yeah. what you going to do? Yeah, right, right, <laughs> <You know>? right. <laughs> I think um, one of the things for me is just being a provider because I never wanted for anything. So um, and just seeing the way my dad provides for my mom, Mm -hmm. um, like I feel like that's something, um, a quality that I look for in a man. And that's important to me. That's big. That's big. um, Was there a time in your life when your relationship with your dad was strained or distant? If so, why? Yeah. For me, mine was around when I was about 14. 
15 and I think that it came from you know like I, I mentioned that my grandparents his parents raised me and my brother up until the time that they passed away actually and then that was my first time living like full-time with my father but I think it was a sense of me because I had never lived with my mother at that point like from the time that they were divorced which I was I think I was about six months I had never lived wow. with my mother I just used to visit her every other weekend you know mm. and I think that I yearned that relationship yeah. and so it made me kind of like resent resent him mm. like you know my mother would let me do this but mind you I'm only going to her house twice a month so of course she would you know let me do that and I think you know 14 15 your teen years it's kind of a weird age yeah. and so yeah. I felt like it was strained during that time mm. but then once um I would say probably it probably was for about four years for probably from 14 to 18 and then you know like like came back down to reality <laughs> and realized um that he he is one of the most important people to me and that relationship did matter so right. i feel like it was like one of those you know she's smelling herself type of situation okay. right right <laughs> my dad would probably say the same yeah. about me in those years yeah Mine was actually, um, gosh, maybe about 12 years or so ago. And the only reason I, I know that timing for sure was because a year later I came to Zion. Mm. Um, I actually was a leader in my dad's church and left my dad's church because of some crazy, messy drama that was going on there um, that had to do with his wife. Mm -hmm. And so I actually stopped conversation with my dad for a year. Mm. It was the most painful, excruciating time of my life because it's like, like I said, he's my best friend. So it was like cutting off my best friend. And I didn't do it to like cut him off. I did it because I needed peace mm -hmm. in my own family, in my own home and in my own life. Mm -hmm. And everything that was being created over there was, it was negative. And I just, I couldn't bring that. My kids were little and I didn't want my kids involved in that. So I just separated myself from it. And it was really, really, really hard really hard mm -hmm. and now that he's gone you know I have some regrets about that time mm -hmm. you know like gosh that was an entire year that I lost mm -hmm. almost a year that I lost that I can't get back now mm -hmm. um, I would say that I've been able to to like catch up if you can um, during the time that he was sick because I was there with him in the hospital every single day for six months before he passed away mm -hmm. so I feel like I, I caught up on that time right um, but yeah that was a long year for me I cried every single day Wow. Every single day without fail, I cried. Wow. So why yeah. were, were you just being stubborn to just not reach out to him? I think I was. Mm -hmm. um, there were times where I did reach out to him, mm -hmm. but it was still distant. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. you know, and it wasn't like a conversation. Like I would send a text message. Who does right. that? Mm -hmm. right? Right. right. After not talking to somebody, you're supposed to pick up the phone and yeah. call or go over there. I, I would send like a text message mm -hmm. and say, you know, OK, the girls have this going on. But it was never anything connected to me. It would be connected to my kids. Right. Um, but I didn't physically speak with my dad for almost a year. So how did you restore it, though? Like, I called him one day. Oh, out the blue. Yep. Oh, nice. Yeah. I called him one day and I said, I can't do this anymore. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't do this anymore. And mm -hmm. he was like, I've been waiting. Oh. Mm -hmm. So he'd literally been waiting for me. Yeah. So, yeah. That's good. And it's good that you got to make up the time. Yes. Um, in those six months. Absolutely. Yeah. I would say that... Um, I didn't have a time where it was strained per se. I just feel like in college, I thought I was so grown. Like I didn't need either one of my parents. So I just wasn't like answering the phone sometimes. And like, I just felt like I didn't need anybody to tell me what to do. So yeah, I would say that was my period of time. That independence. Huh? Yeah. That mm -hmm. independence time. Yeah. Um, if there's anything that you wish you would have gotten from your dad that you didn't get or that you wish you had gotten more from him, what would that have been? Mm. 
um, I, I'll start and okay. say I how you were talking about the daddy daughter dates. Yes. I don't think we've ever had we've had like sibling dates. My dad would take just me and my brothers out, but it was never like a daddy daughter date. And I okay. and I see people do that, and I think that's really cute. And I wish you know, <laughs> Dad, we should go on a daddy daughter date soon, yes. like to Del Frisco's or something. Uh oh. Nice. <laughs> Okay. Putting it out there, huh? <laughs> Pull out all the bells and whistles. Well, right. they set the standard, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They set the standard. In my opinion, fathers set the standard, and they're your they're the girl's first love. They mm-hmm. set the standard of what the girl should be Absolutely. expecting, right? Absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah. So this is we're talking about things that we wish we wouldn't have we would have gotten from him. Uh, I probably would say the listening. He he, especially having a daughter. Like you, you know, you feel like we go through so much, you know, you don't understand how I feel. <laughs> you know, my, my father, he, he isn't a great listener. He, he wants to know the facts and you know, he going to go from there. Okay. I wish he, I wish he would listen more, be a little bit more compassionate in that way. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would say more time. And that sounds a little weird based mm-hmm. on what I've already described him to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say more time with us as a family. Mm-hmm. Like the four of us together. Like because when my parents got divorced, it was incredibly devastating mm-hmm. to me because I was so close to him. Mm-hmm. Um and then shortly after my parents divorced, he went to Germany. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so we didn't see him for a while. Um so I would definitely say um say more more time. Definitely more time with him because I felt like I'm one of those kids where and you know you hear people say this a lot, but I'm one of those kids where I prayed until maybe like in my 30s that my parents would get back together. Mm -hmm. And they had been divorced for (laughs) years, like 20 something years. And I was just like, God, can you just pray? Exactly. Because that's all that was seriously (laughs) much because it was not happening. (laughs) Right. It was not happening. But um, but yeah, I would just say more time with the four of us together as a family when we were younger. Okay, nice. So to a father who's out here listening, can you describe how important a dad's presence and involvement is in the life of a daughter and why? Mm. It's just so Look, important. Yes. It's like you huge. just said, though, he sets the standard. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's your first love. That's your mm-hmm. first love from a man. So absolutely. Um, you know, I think you said it. You said it perfectly. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's so many people. out here. I have friends and family members who like they don't even know who their father is or they mm-hmm. they know their father and they yeah. are in their life. And I'm like, I cannot imagine because mm-hmm. my father's been so hands on um, on my childhood. Shoot, and even adulthood. It's like I couldn't imagine like not knowing him or being able to experience right. that love. Right. Yeah. yeah. I've actually asked that question of some of my friends who um, were either raised by like a step parent mm-hmm. <clears throat> and didn't know or didn't have any involvement with there. And I'm like, don't you want to reach out? Like, don't you want to have a kind? And they're like, I'm not missing anything. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I was raised by a step parent. There's nothing broken here. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't miss out on any- anything in my life by not having him there. Yeah. So and I'm I'm trying to understand that. And my brain won't register with that. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I don't understand the concept of not wanting to have a relationship with your blood parent. But I think you it- know? I think at for some in some situations it's probably better that they don't have a relationship because right. it can be extremely toxic. It can yeah. be toxic. So, that's yeah. right. So maybe it I mean that could be on the situation. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Um what would you guys say is your dad's greatest weakness? <laughs> I would definitely say my dad's greatest weakness was the ability to balance church and family. Mm. Mm. 
it was not easy for him to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad was one that, you know, traveled the world speaking, you know, mm-hmm. on some of the biggest stages, you know, with the thousands and thousands and, you know, of people. And that at some point um, became, you know, his his priority mm-hmm. um, to where, you know, my sister and I felt like, hey, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. What about us? Mm-hmm. Um so I, I would I would have liked to have seen him balance that a little bit better, mm-hmm. um, especially like in our, our teenage years. Mm-hmm. Like he was always traveling. He was always out of the country somewhere. He was always here. He was always there. Now, whenever we called him, he was available to us, but it just seemed like that mattered more at certain mm-hmm. points, mm-hmm. you know, throughout our life. I didn't like that. Mm-hmm. That's the downside of being a PK that people don't talk about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People don't talk about that part. That's for sure. Yeah. Y'all can only imagine. Y'all having to share y'all dad yeah. with like thousands of Everybody. people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he, he, my dad has gotten better with that. Um, but before, it was definitely times where, you know, he wouldn't, we we wouldn't he wouldn't be able to put us to sleep and stuff because he was he would still be preaching right, somewhere and right. like in the middle of the week too like at Bible studies or right. retreats and stuff so you know that definitely takes a toll yeah. on your children yeah absolutely um, my dad's greatest weakness is my greatest weakness <laughs> I'm we're both super impatient mm-hmm. and um, it it causes a lot of issues in your life to be impatient. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But um, I feel like I inherited it. So I blame him for the reason you blame I, him yes, for I blame passing him. it down to you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I agree. I, I, I feel like impatient. me and my dad are both impatient. So, yeah. yes, you got to blame them. It's their, right. it's their fault. Yes. I mean, Your dad is impatient. He can send an email. If he don't get a response, he'll be like, um, did anybody see this? And, um, and it'll be an email at 12 in the morning, like before I sleep. Yes. And he will call you out. All right. Selena, <laughs> question mark. Put you on blast, huh? Yeah, so he, I think he knows that he's a patient. We talked about this the other day. It's funny. <laughs> I said, Dad, you know you feel everything big. Like, if somebody doesn't respond to you, you think it's like an attack on you. And it's really like, maybe they didn't read it yet. Yeah. He's like. Or maybe they're in the bathroom. You're right. <laughs> maybe they're in the dentist. Right. In the dentist. You know? Right, right. Like, He's doing like, something he's else. like, you know, you're right. I do, I do feel everything big. He's like, that's how I am. I just feel everything big, and I feel like he passed that on to me. Yeah. Okay. In some ways, I can see myself doing it, and I have to reel myself back in. Like, you acting like your father. Yes. <laughs> you gotta chill out. Yes. You gotta chill out. <laughs> yes. I would do some stuff, and the, the mom would be like, "That's that Von Williams and right. coming up out of her." I'm like, I can't help it. Right. I can't help right. it. I blame him. That's funny. <laughs> That's interesting. That actually makes me think of, of a similar question. Like, what traits do you feel like are like your father? Oh, my goodness. What traits do you have that you feel like are like your that father? For sure. You said the impatient. Impatient. I feel like, yes, definitely impatient. And I feel like um, the little, the hustler's ambition that he has. Yes. I mean, he's definitely a go-getter. And, like, I feel like he passed that on to me. And I'm grateful for that. So right. it's not all bad. It's mm-hmm. some good, too. There's good. There's know. good, too. Yeah. 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 For me, it's definitely... Um, the the knowledge the education piece like mm-hmm. he was always learning always you know te- I'm, I'm not a teacher mm-hmm. I don't think I'm a teacher um, but he was always learning something always reading something always wanting to know something new mm-hmm. um, and I feel like I got that from him like that hunger and that thirst for knowledge mm-hmm. I got nice. that from him definitely yeah. people say I like when I'm in a room with my family they're like oh my gosh it's like Charlie's in the room and like, <laughs> <laughs> that's weird to me right isn't that weird how yeah. like you you don't even notice it sometimes somebody right. else has to call it out sometimes yeah yeah. But yeah. So if your dad were listening right now, what would you say to him about him that would bring a smile to his face? Mm-hmm. 
I would tell my dad just thank you for just being there and instilling those instilling those things that were that are so important into me. Like um, I think about like money management as early as I can remember. Like he would always talk to me about um, managing your money and um, and even to this day he'll be like, "Did you hear about this?" And now he's talking about some Bitcoin or something. He, oh, <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. "Daddy, what are you talking about?" So he's 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 you always pay attention to that. Yeah, one, I know. <laughs> no, I pay attention to it all, but he's always like. He's just really big on like investing and having stuff, stuff, something for your kids, and not having to be able, not feeling like you have to depend on somebody else. Like yeah. he, he's really big on big on that, and I just thank him for um just in, instilling in me as well, just to be a person of integrity, mm-hmm. a person who is honest. Um, that just means so much to me. I, I like I stand on that in my life, right. and I, I have him to thank for that. And I just thank him for being there, just never leaving. Yes, right. never That's leaving because he had a choice. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. absolutely. He, he never left. I would definitely. Um, I would say thank you as well. And I, I was one of those people where I'm, I'm very vocal about how I feel about people. So I told them this, I told him this all the time. You know, people say, oh, you know, I went my entire relationship or my entire life and you never told me you love me. Yeah. I'm not one of those people. Mm-hmm. Like I say exactly how I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've always said to my dad, you know, thank thank you for being there. Thank you for the foundation, you know, that you set for me. Um, thank you for the the legacy, mm-hmm. you know, that you left for, for me and my sisters and my nieces and nephews and my kids. Um, and thank you for making it easy to be your daughter. Mm-hmm. Thank you for making it easy to be your daughter. Yeah. That was big. That was really. Yeah. He was a great guy. And not having nice. a dad you have to be ashamed of. Like, yeah. you know, you got some people show up. You're like, that's oh, don't big. say you my father. Yeah. <laughs> that's Or oh, they don't even want to tell you, you that they're, that, that's their dad. That's no. big. Or oh, they call their dad by their first name. Yeah. Like, yeah, Tim's downstairs. They have no respect. Yeah. Like, whoa, I can't yeah. imagine. I always feel proud when I'm able to yeah. meet my dad. Me too. Yes. Chest puffed out. Yes, you yeah. know? I'm thankful. I had a lady that I ran into just on Friday. Mm-hmm. And she said, you don't know me, but I saw somebody on um, that posted something on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And she saw my picture and she said, you don't know me, but I've known your father for years. Mm-hmm. And he was such an amazing man. Like, you should be very proud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it's just like, even though he's not here anymore, my chest is still yeah. puffed. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that's my daddy. Yeah. You know? So, Legacy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That's good. I would say, um, I would tell him thank you as well. And like you guys said, I'm proud to be your daughter. It's yes. like an honor to be your daughter. I still learn so much from him on a day-to-day basis. Mm-hmm. And I just want to thank him for that. And I have the utmost respect for him. Yeah. Yes. So um, here's the last question, y'all. Okay. Um, if you could make your dad a promise in light of some life lesson that he taught you verbally or by example, what would you promise him you'll do in your life as a result of that? <laughs> I can start. Go ahead. Um, My dad always says, do it scared. Yes. So, you know, ever since he's told me that, I, even if I'm like absolutely terrified to do something, but I know it's what God has for me, Mm -hmm. I'm going to do it because my dad taught me to do it scared. Right. So, you know, in fear, I'm going, I'm going to keep on pressing and do whatever it is I have to do. Mm -hmm. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Um, I think mine is like kind of simple, but take care of your kids. Mm. My father, like when he just don't play about his kids. <laughs> yeah, he never he I plays love his that, recess yeah. about his kids. Yeah, he and that's just something that has. I mean, even the way I care for my kids and 
advocating for my kids. Like, yeah. he always did that. That's good. And so that's something I promise to always do is just take care of my kids and, and be their voice when they need me and protect them. Right. It sounds simple, but it's so it, profound. Yeah, absolutely. Take care of your kids. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Nobody wants a sorry man. That's for sure. <laughs> and, and I definitely don't. No way. Yeah. No way. Um, for me, I would say um, make sure that you have, he would, he would say, make sure I've fulfilled my purpose. Mm-hmm. Like my dad was huge on purpose. Like, why are you here? Mm-hmm. And are you taking steps to move towards why God brought you here? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, there was one of his sayings and I, I still hear him ringing in my head all of the time. He would say that if you're not fulfilling your purpose, you become unnecessary to God. Mm-hmm. Like he puts you here for a purpose. Mm-hmm. So if you're not doing what he placed you here for, he may just decide to take you on home yeah. mm. because you're not being obedient and you're not doing what he brought you here to do. Yeah. Um, so that scared the crap out of me, number one. Mm. <laughs> and number two, it, it, it puts me in a posture of always doing something to pursue my purpose. And even in my most um, scared moments. Now, there there have been some things in my life where I didn't necessarily feel like it was my purpose, but I felt like it was something I had to do. Mm-hmm. I had this one situation where I had to go to New York and I had to speak for the UN Foundation. And they were um, live streaming the session across the world. Mm-hmm. It was like, 26 different countries Mm -hmm. and I got to the back of the stage and I got up there to speak Mm -hmm. and I was behind the curtain and they were introducing me and I called my dad Mm -hmm. and he said to me you were born for this Mm. what's the problem Mm -hmm. you were made for this you were Mm -hmm. made for this moment Mm -hmm. so take this moment and do whatever it is you need to do in this moment Mm -hmm. because this is what you were purposed to do in this moment so I remember things like that and it keeps propelling me forward to just keep doing whatever God whatever it is that you have for me to do on this earth God I don't want to die you know without having fulfilled that you know I want to die empty that was another thing of his die empty yeah that's die great empty. that you can still hear those little nuggets that yes. he gave you and no matter how long ago it is but it still keeps you pressing absolutely pressing absolutely that's beautiful yeah. absolutely thank you ladies this was Ooh, fun I know. this I was amazing new about you guys. yes daddy's girl yeah. are we daddy's girl you daddy's girl definitely. <laughs> I know you are daddy's I'm girl I'm girl. a daddy's girl too <laughs> yes <laughs> right tell you ladies I'm the baby girl so I'm definitely daddy's and girl. gentlemen tell your fathers how much you love them it's absolutely. very important and dads be present. Take care of your kids. Yes. yes. And push them towards their purpose. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Look, guys, thank you guys for listening. And we'll catch you next time on the Keith Battle Podcast. Bye, y'all. Bye.